You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey, everybody. If you're interested in learning how to leverage LinkedIn for your business, this episode is sponsored by my book, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful LinkedIn Users. To get your free copy, just send a text to 44222 with the word seven habits. That's the number seven habits to 44222. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And today we have yet another amazing guest. His name is MJ Durkin. He's the co-founder of the Durkin Group, which is a sales and marketing consulting firm in Connecticut. MJ is the author of eight books. His premier book was called Double Your Contacts and has sold over 300,000 copies since its publication. He's also the creator of Recommended Selling, The Confidence Course, and his course, The Million Dollar Ideal. Welcome to the show, MJ. Hey, Dennis. Good to see you. Yeah, thanks for being here. So we're, we're pretty close. I'm in New York. You're in Connecticut. But either way, we're both locked down. And what's interesting, just to tease the audience a little bit, today we're going to talk about something we haven't talked about on the podcast, and it's very relevant and contextual because we're in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic, and so we thought it fitting to try to give you a little bit of information and guidance in and around COVID-19, particularly MJ has this concept of a COVID-19 marketing kit for business owners and salespeople. So we're going to go over some different, a bit of a framework on how to get through this pandemic with your business, whether you're a salesperson or a small business entrepreneur. And, but before we do that, you know, give them a little bit of a background. I gave you a short intro, but tell them a quick story, a minute or two about kind of how you got here and then we'll dive right in. Yeah. A quick minute or two. And you know me, Dennis, I mean, I can't clear my throat in a, a one minute intro, but yeah, you know, business owner my whole life. I've owned several businesses, cashed out of a couple, sold one uh, for about 300 grand and, and decided to become a, uh, a Tony Robbins speaker, although I'm about three feet shorter than Tony Robbins. And I wrote a book called uh, Double Your Contacts, What Every Network Marketer Needs to Know About Making Contacts and Booking Appointments. My specialty has always been, I'm not the greatest closer, but I am really good at getting the appointment. And so I leveraged that into a book uh, that sold 313,000 copies over a period of about 12 years and helped us to sell millions of dollars worth of audios, recommendation selling, the confidence course, our new course, the million dollar idea. And here we are, we're still years later. I'm in partnership, co-founder with my son, Corey, is my partner. He brings that millennial influence in and that's how I know how to turn the internet on because Corey taught me how to do it. Gotcha. So you touch a bunch of different industries, whether that be network marketing, whether that just be direct sales companies or just small businesses in general. So you spend a lot of time mainly on sales, marketing, a combination of the two. I mean, when you do your consulting, where do you spend most of your time? Yeah, I work with the CEO and the business owner and everything from a marketing plan to, you know, we just uh, recently uh, worked for a big HVAC company here in Connecticut and we produced a, a COVID-19 video for their website, showing their guys going into the homes with masks on and gloves and and that it's safe, that we're open. And uh, we put that right on their website. We had that like, we had it up and running in about three days. So we do everything from video marketing. We, we do a lot of work with salespeople 
and we teach salespeople how to produce their own leads. So we're very, a lot of companies bring us in to then work with the salespeople to develop their own lead programs. Obviously, a company's going to be doing uh, marketing for their salespeople, which is awesome. Uh, every salesperson loves to get a good lead, but we either work with the business owner or with their sales team to start creating different funnels of leads so that they've always got people to call and they've always got appointments to talk to people about their products and their services. Okay. So here's an interesting question. Let's get a little bit micro into your business because I know it's changed probably over the years and I know that it maybe even changed more now with everything going on you know, in the world today. But prior, let's talk about prior to this pandemic, prior to this emergency. What was the number one strategy that you guys were using to generate new clients for your business? Well, the number one strategy that we used for our business was to build our email list and to market in a variety of ways to that email list. So over a period of time between my public speaking, webinars, webinars were huge for us because we were able to get people to be interested in a good webinar topic that would provide value. All our webinars were free, by the way. We didn't charge anything. But of course, the webinar required a person to sign up with an email. And they had to give us the real email because they really wanted to be on the real webinar. And so we built a list up of over 60,000 emails of people that were interested in the kind of training courses that we provided. So our main way of doing it was to build a list. And I remember a member of our Million Dollar Speakers group in the National Speakers Association years ago, 15 years ago, said to me, MJ, how big is your list? And I said, oh, it's like three or 4,000. He's like, well, you're a punk. You're a punk if you're under 10,000. And I got like, dude, you really, did you say that to me? Like, I'm like, I'm going to crush it. And I started going out there and, and I started collecting emails like crazy. And I'll tell you a story. I, we did some consulting for a client that they paid us a lot of money and they loved us. And, and the first thing he says is, how do I collect emails at my big events that I'm doing? And I said, I want you to pass around a, a clipboard with places for people to sign up for your free daily quote. And he's like, he comes back to me and he goes, dude, that was amazing. I got like a thousand emails this weekend. He said, we paid you all that money to teach us to hand out a clipboard and ask people to, like, they were like, how do we get them to give us the emails? I'm like, ask for them. Yeah, it's funny. I'm glad you mentioned that because I've harped on this for years. I've been for well over a decade, probably close to 15 years now, I've been on a mission to build an email list for any business I'm in. And you hear people talk about email is dead or email, you know, emails outdated. The fact is, is that it's not dead right? It's still the only channel really that you own, right? Other than your, your customer data and your prospect data is the only channel you own. So I'm glad to hear that that's one of your primary strategies because it's been mine as well. And I think it would serve well for anybody who's a business owner or a salesperson to build an email list. So, all right, well, listen, let's dive right in because today we're going to talk about, we're going to unpack, you're going to help us understand this strategy this COVID-19 marketing kit for business owners and salespeople. So why don't you break that down for us a little bit and then we'll see where we get. Excellent. So basically what I want to talk about is I want to talk about three things that business owners or salespeople should be doing. And by the end of this podcast, you're going to have three amazing ideas to start to fill your list with prospects. Look, right now is the time to over communicate. Let me say that. I'm going to say it again and again and again today in our podcast is that this is what a lot of business people are doing is they're crawling in a hole and they're saying, I don't want to bother people. People got more important things on their mind. And by the way, I agree. I don't think you should be 
uh, publicly selling and hammering people with buy from me, buy from me, buy from me. But I want to say something that's very important right now. Do not get out of sight, out of mind right now because you believe everybody doesn't want to hear your message. Now, they don't want to hear a sales message, but this is the time to over-communicate with customers. And so I'm going to give you three tips today to help you start doing that. And if you follow these three things, you're going to be in a really good, you're going to be in the best position you can be in when, you know, the smoke clears and everybody crawls out of the hole. Perfect. No, I love that. I love number one. It's three things. It's really simple, actionable. So take it away. Break it down for us. So number one thing that I would recommend that you do is that you increase your social media presence in some major way, or at least in some way. One of the good things about being quarantined is you're going to be in front of your computer a lot. So don't tell me you don't have time, you know, to to work on your social. I've been wanting to increase my social media presence. Now is the time to figure out what method you're going to use. I'm going to recommend one particular method because I think it's easy and people can start to work with it. But I will say that any social media presence that you think you want to increase, Instagram, LinkedIn. Dennis, I know you have great resources on LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn is a very, very powerful platform and you need some expertise to do that. But my first recommendation is that whether you're a salesperson or a business owner, get ready for this. This is very powerful what I'm about to say. Do not miss this. Do not miss this. Number one, every business owner, every salesperson needs to have 5,000 friends on Facebook, period. Bam. Yeah. So 5,000 friends on Facebook. Now it makes sense, right? I mean, you have a, if you have a bigger network, you have more opportunities to be seen, you have more opportunities to get referred, you have more opportunities to get your message out there. So Facebook, why is Facebook particularly? Why do you focus in on Facebook? I know it's, give me your secret on why you focus on Facebook. So Facebook is easy. Everybody's on Facebook. Okay. The older people that have money are on Facebook, you know? I mean, the fact is, is that the demographic of Facebook is that the ages 45 to 65 have figured out at least how to get on Facebook and at least look at their grandkids' pictures. So they are on there, okay? So one of the first things I recommend, if you sell any kind of a consumer product or, and you'll say, well, MJ, I sell B2B. You know, I sell uh, co-generation power plants. How's 5,000 Facebook friends going to help me? Your 5,000 Facebook friends can get you to the people that buy in the co-regeneration, the co-generation plants. If you want to do business contacts, get 5,000 friends on Facebook. If you sell consumer goods, if you sell cars, mortgages, landscaping, you sell pools, you sell alarm systems, you sell windows, you sell floor covering, you don't have 5,000 friends on Facebook, you are missing the boat. You are totally missing the point of building a warm market. Get ready. I'm getting this right now. I'm downloading this right now. Facebook is the new warm market. Facebook is the new warm market. And let me tell you, if you're a speaker or an author, let me tell you the thing that makes you want to tear your hair out. You know when you want to tear your hair out, Dennis? So (laughs) Yes, I do, unfortunately. (laughs) So so what makes a speaker want to tear their hair out is that Facebook only lets them have 5,000 personal friends. Now, I got a business page that's got 22,000 friends on my my business page. That business page doesn't do a dang thing for me because Facebook chokes it down so much. My business page stinks, but my personal page, I can still use it. And if you want, I'll give you a, a ninja secret that you can use once you have the 5,000 friends. But it's very, very, 
if you're just sitting around in front of a computer morning, noon, and night, guess what I would recommend? I would recommend you start sending out 10 to 20 to 30 friend requests. Start with that. Also look at LinkedIn. Also look at Instagram. Also figure out what TikTok means and learn this stuff. But start with Facebook. It's easy. Okay, great. Love it. All right. So build up your following on Facebook. You've got time. There shouldn't be any excuses. You're home. You've got some downtime. You've got a computer, which is, you know, in the form of your phone now. You know, you've got everything in front of you. So there's no excuses now. So build that following, whether it be on Facebook or maybe you're already on LinkedIn. Maybe you need to double down on that. Or maybe you're already on Instagram. You got to double down on that. Build that following. All right. That's step number one. What about number two? So, and by the way, let me just double back just a little bit and say that the private message feature on Facebook is a genius thing. If I ever meet Mark Zuckerberg, I swear to God, I'll kiss him right on the lips. That guy is a genius. I bet you, I bet you I made $100,000 last year with just with private messenger. That's amazing. So remember that private messenger puts you right in, for example, if if you're doing a business to business, like I I had this uh, prospect that was given to me was a business. I'll say the guy's name. His name is, his name is Alex Horton. And, and I get a referral to Alex Horton. He's the, the owner of a property and casualty insurance agency. We do a lot with PNC agencies. And so I left him a message on his voicemail. Now, Dennis, I left him a, a voicemail. Did he respond to me right away? Nope. No. Did he ever respond to me through the phone, through voicemail? No. But the magic of Facebook is I went and found Alex Horton on Facebook and I sent him a friend request. And guess what he did that night when he got home in front of his computer? He accepted my friend request. Now, when he goes to, for example, if you want to see, and by the way, if you want to see a good Facebook page, go to MJ Durkin. Go to Facebook, MJ Durkin. Try to friend me. I'll try to, I got 5,000 friends. I'll try to knock 10 or 20 of them off today and you can all join me on Facebook. My Facebook page is done the right way and it shows you what I believe in and what's important to me. So just go there. If you want to see what a good profile looks like, go to MJ Durkin on Facebook and look at how I present myself. And you tell me if I look like the kind of person that Alex might want to do business with because he connected with me on Facebook. Very important. All right. Perfect. Number two. Number two. So number one, get 5,000 friends on Facebook. Number two, cold emails. Let me tell you, if you are a business owner and you like to talk to people that run companies, vice presidents, directors, CEOs, guess where they all are now? They're all in front of their email. We've been at the Durkin Group, we've seen a 65% open ratio on cold emails. My son, Corey, he's a great prospector and I built him in my laboratory, let me tell you. He literally told me, he said yesterday, he got the CEO of Geico to respond to his cold email. He said, dad, the CEO responded back to me and said, hey, I'm interested in talking to you guys. Yeah, so, that's amazing. So cold email. So dive into that a little bit. Break that down. Take a minute and break that down. What do you mean by that? And what's the most important part? So cold email, obviously, the most important part is finding the decision maker's email. <laughs> right? I mean, that's the key. One of the, uh, uh, and I'll give you an example. I, had a, I got a business card from a guy in a company uh, here in Connecticut. They have about 300 employees. And I had kind of a lower level a guy in the company, still a manager, and I got his business card and it had his email on it. Well, that's not the guy that I want to talk to, but the CEO, what I was able to do was I was able to find the CEO's name of that company and then I just used the template of the business card that I was looking at 
to find to figure out what his email was because if I can find one person's email in a company, I can usually guess at what the CEO's email is going to be too. Everybody, if they've got, you know, this guy had Joe dot, you know, blank, blank, blank at XYZ company, you can almost guarantee that everybody in the company will have the exact same email. Find one email and then you can guess at the decision maker that you want. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so that's an interesting strategy. Find out the format of how the company structures their corporate email and then leverage that to email whoever you want in the organization as long as you know their name. Yes, yeah. Perfect, okay, great. Yeah, so that's very powerful. Number two is in your subject lines, you always want to make them personal and you always want to put the person's name in the email. Think about it. When you're looking at your email, you are doing what we used to do with direct mail. You're figuring out which ones you're going to open, which ones you're going to delete. You're scanning and you're going, that one has to be open. That's from my checking account. <laughs> you know, That's an alert from my bank. First one I got to do. But then you're figuring out which ones you want to open first. What I always do is I always put, if I was sending you an email, Dennis, I would put, hi, Dennis, MJ Durkin here. And then I would try to personalize the rest of that message. But when you're scanning your email, very rarely will you see a personalized message in the subject line to your name. Would you agree, Dennis? Yeah, I agree. People don't use your name in the subjects a lot. They won't see that in the subject line. So if I send, hi, Dennis, MJ Durkin here, how are you handling the COVID-19 marketing crisis? Question mark. I've got a really good chance because number one, I showed your name to you and everybody loves their own name. Put their name in the email. Put it in the subject line right in the beginning. Hi, Dennis. And I would go with the first name. Not like Dennis Brown, like they think I got you off of some, you know, some email list. Hi, Dennis. It's MJ Durkin here. How's this going? Or, and then put your, whatever your attention grabbing line would be that you want them to read your email. Perfect. Before we move on to number three, what service do you use? What software do you use to send those? Do you just use your normal email or a Gmail account or Outlook or what type of email do you use to send those out? Just your personal account? Yeah. The way that a salesperson or a business owner should start you should start by using your own personal email. And then what you want to do, see that it's not the first email that's the problem. I'm getting ready to say something very important to you. It's the second, third, fourth, and fifth, and sixth emails. Those are the problems because that's the follow-up that you need to have. That's where you need the follow-up emails where you need to put them into a service like Constant Contact, MailChimp, AWeber. We're big fans of AWeber because you can personalize you can personalize the emails per person, you know, with their actual name. So the first email you send, if you identify a prospect, if you identify a prospect, then send the first email right off of your Gmail or your Outlook. And then for the follow-up, if you don't think you can follow up, and I'm terrible at following up. So I give them to my assistant and then she puts them into an email campaign that's going to go to those kinds of business owners or those kinds of prospects. Got it. Okay, cool. So number one was Number one, 5,000 friends on Facebook, increase your social media, get your social media game in place. Now is the time. So whatever, number one, get 5,000 friends on Facebook. Number two, start sending 5, 10, 15, 20 cold emails per day. Guess at the email. And then once you've sent the first one, put them into some kind of a, an email campaign with an email service. Perfect. Number three. Okay. Number three. Number three, it's time to over-communicate, over-communicate. And 
where is everybody right now? They're oh. online. They're, <laughs> they're online. Look, by the way, here's a little rule of thumb. You will see in your chat bar, in your chat bar on Facebook, you'll always see 10%. You'll always see about 10% of the friends that you have on Facebook. So I typically have 5,000 friends on Facebook, right? And 10% is I usually see 500 people in the chat. Guess what I see in the chat nowadays? It's double that. It's a double that. It's double. That means I've got a thousand people online that I can go, hey, Dennis, saw you were online, right? And now I can do a a personal uh, private message to you. But everybody's online. So they're online. This is the time to do webinars. Guess what people are finding out, Dennis? People are finding out they're learning Zoom. Wish I bought that damn stock. Okay, so people are learning Zoom. So everybody is on the Zoom craze right now. What I would recommend, if I could make a recommendation, is I would recommend you start doing webinars. Now you're going to say, MJ, what kind of webinars should I do? I would do informational webinars. I would pick a topic and I would invite anybody that you have in your customer base. I would invite them to a webinar. For example, again, we do a lot of work in the property and casualty business. We're recommending that our property and casualty insurance folks are doing webinars literally almost every hour, answering questions, doing forums. Here's what the government's doing. Here's what the carriers are doing. Start doing more webinars, and I wouldn't be selling, but I would be giving information. Remember, what we're doing here right now in this video, this is very important because you are getting, if those of you that are watching on video, you are getting to connect with us by looking at us, and if you're on the podcast, you're hearing us. It's time to over-communicate. I would start setting up Zoom webinars and learn how to use Zoom. You're going to really need it after this crisis is over as well. Yeah, I think that whole concept of over-communicate now is powerful. I mean, you'll have people that'll make excuses and say, I don't have the time. But the reality is time is the thing you do have in your favor right now. And the other thing that you mentioned, I think that was really important is that it's not about the sales pitch. You're not asking people to buy or trying to hard close, or really trying to push any sort of specific sales agenda, you're really just trying to stay top of mind. So when I look at this, I kind of look at this like it's top of the funnel marketing, right? You're staying in touch, you're educating them, you're building your brand, you're building rapport, you're building trust. And as you go through this process, as we all go through this process of understanding and overcoming this pandemic and this crisis, if you're there consistently, over the next two, four, six, eight, 12, 16, 18, whatever number of weeks, and they see you and they see you and they see you and they see you, when we come out of this, right? When we come out of this, now you're in the best possible position that you can be in coming out of a crisis because you've led them through that crisis without beating them over the head with your pitch. Right, and it's very, very important. You said something very important just now too is you want to establish your dominance in the marketplace as a leader, which means you are providing good information. For example, my accountant is a genius accountant. He's got about 50 people that work in his office, and he's he's hitting us with emails every day. We're getting an update from his office. Here's the newest legislation. Here's the newest thing you need to know. Calm down. Everything's going to be okay. Our accountant is leading all of the businesses that his firm services. And he's doing that by, and and I'm not saying, hey, Tony's doing too much communicating. I'm like, I love that Tony's in my face every day going, 
Come on, we're going to get through this together. Listen to me. We know what we're doing. Okay. And, and, you know, I just, I don't know how we're doing on time, but I just thought of a, a, of a bonus. I've got a bonus strategy. Perfect. One minute. Give us that bonus strategy. One minute and then we'll wrap up. Here's the bonus strategy. I want you to use Zoom and I want you to start your own virtual business network and start running like a BNI type meeting. Gather a bunch of your good vendors and start a weekly, a weekly meeting with people that are in ancillary businesses and meet with them and start trading leads online now. No, I love that. I mean, that's powerful, right? Start your own. I mean, you know, BNI switched over to an online model, right? Because they had to. Well, you don't need BNI to do that. You can use Zoom because you now have a Zoom account. You have Zoom, get 10 or 20 people that you already do business with, schedule a Wednesday morning meeting, everybody get your croissants and your donuts, and trade leads and form an alliance. It is time for business owners to form alliances with other business owners so they can get more leads in the funnel. Yeah, you can't do this alone. You definitely want to surround yourself with smart people, people that have similar beliefs, people that are out there and believe in the same sort of things. It'll get you, not only will it get you through it, it'll help get them through it. And then obviously the benefactors of that are going to be everybody that's involved, including your customers. So awesome. Well, listen, let everybody know, MJ, this has been amazing. I really appreciate you being here today. Let everybody know how they can connect with you, learn more about what you do, all your sales training and marketing training and everything you do, and then we'll wrap it up for today. Excellent. Yeah, I, I would just make, I'd make this offer to your listeners, Dennis. Just send me an email. Go direct to my email that'll bypass my office and my sales staff, and you can email me at T-H-E-M-J-Durkin at Gmail. That's the M-J-Durkin, T-H-E-M-J-Durkin at Gmail. And I'll tell you what, anybody that wants to send me a text, I just thought of this, anybody that wants to send me a text, I will do a free consultation with you. Send me a text at 203-948-7423. Awesome. And I'll make sure I put that in the show notes. So everybody take MJ up on that offer. Again, it's not very often that one of my guests gives out their personal phone number. So reach out to him if you have questions, if you're looking for any sort of help or you want a free consultation call, reach out to him. I'll make sure I put that in the show notes. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here, MJ. Appreciate it. And uh, I'm sure we'll chat again soon. You bet. Thanks, Dennis. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.